Thank you, Lord. I was checking to make sure my jacket wasn't tucked into my pants or something. (laughs) You know, stuff like that. Good to have a wife. Takes good care of me. Thank you, Lord. Looks a little goofy. A little distracting for people when you look goofy. I'm pretty, so I don't look goofy. Amen. Amen. How many are glad to still be at church here, even though you had a big week? You're not too tired to hear from the Word of God. Amen. Let's, uh, let's focus together and get, get in agreement. Father, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You for loving us and sending Your Word to us, Lord, saving us and keeping us, for healing us, Lord. We pray that Your Word go forth today your, as Your Word, not the words or ideas of opinions of man, but Your very words, Lord. Help us to hear them and put them in our hearts and help them to grow fruit, Lord, the fruit that will abound to good works, Lord. And we ask, we thank You in advance for every good thing that will happen in our lives and in the lives of others as they hear it and through us, Lord. And we give You glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank You, Lord. Well, open your Bibles to Romans 10. Around verse 16, you know, last week we heard a whole bunch of good word. And and good word is great for the people who remember it. You ever heard some good word and didn't remember you heard it? (laughs) That's a forgetful hearer, right? And forgetful hearers don't get much out of the word that they heard because they forgot it. Amen? Anything we forget is pretty much of no use to us, right? If you bought a new suit, put it in your closet, forgot you had it, it'd just be in your closet. Amen? You bought a good cheeseburger, brought it home. You know, somebody gave me some barbecue one time. Dwight did, actually. Man, good barbecue, too. Took it home, forgot I had it. Left it sitting out. It didn't do me any good, did it? (laughs) Uh, we don't want to leave God's Word sitting out. Thank you, Lord. We, we want uh, God's Word to mean everything. And, and, and what we're going to talk about is being a, being a hearer and a doer of God's Word today because we've heard some good Word. So now we want to encourage ourselves to be doers of that Word and, and, to, and have the realization of what we got. It, it's not, it wasn't Brother Moore. It was, it was the Lord. Amen. You know, whoever you receive that Word as it's from... That's how good it is. Now, we've got an awesome pastor, and that's great word. But he's speaking, God is speaking through him, so that's an awesome, awesome word. Amen? That is a life-changing, light B word. Amen? That's the very word that, that created the universe. And so that's how we want to take it. Amen? Romans ten sixteen says, but they have not all obeyed the gospel, for as Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? The report is what you heard, right? Now, that word report means hearing. It's the same word for hearing. Amen? Because we're getting ready to go. Everybody knows what 1017 says, right? It says, faith comes by hearing. So faith comes by the report. And that's what he's saying. The word the, the, in the verse above it, it's saying who's believed what they heard, what, 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 the, what was in their hearing. 
Amen? Because it's not just enough to hear it. We want to believe it. We want to take it. We want to gain faith by it. Faith comes by the report. If you look at, uh, go to 1017. Look at 1017 in the, in the Young's Literal Translation. So then, faith is by a report, and the report through a saying of God. Glory to God. So it's not just what you heard. It's, it's a report. In other words, when we hear the Word of God, it can't just be, it can't just be a cliché. You know, so many people, you say, say, you got all you need, and they go, all, all my needs are met according to riches, by His riches in Christ Jesus. And, and you're like, yeah, did you, is that something you heard as faith, or is that a cliche that you just say when you want your needs met? Amen? It's not just hearing it, it's, it's hearing it as a report from God. Amen? And that report, the word report that means hearing, means comes to the ear. Comes to the ear. So think of it. Go, but go to ten seventeen. Put it back in the King James, and then and then look at this verse this way. So then, faith comes by coming to the ear, and comes to the ear by the word of God. Glory to God. And and, and if we take it in that way, um, faith comes by by the report, and 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 the report comes to the ear by the word of God. Amen. And, and that's what we want to take it as, a report. We want to hear the Word of God and, and we want to recognize it and acknowledge it as what it is. Not just a word, the Word. Amen? Amen? Because that's how faith comes. And when we have faith in a Word, right, no matter what Word it is, you must have faith in it. It can't just be something we say. You can say, by His stripes I am healed all day long. And unless you have faith from that word, you'll not have it. Right? And the faith, the, the faith that comes, you'll actually act on. It will become a part of your life. It, it will become how you live. It, the faith we get by hearing His word should be what, what decides our next action. It's, it's what gives us response. Amen? In other words, if you have faith in the word of God, you'll never get offended. Why? Because your response will always be love. Amen. Because if you you know if you have faith in the Word of God, it says He shed abroad the, His love into your heart through the Holy Spirit. So if you have faith in that Word, if that Word is what you live by, then when somebody says something that offends you, immediately your response of love through faith will come up because the just live by faith. Faith in what? Faith in the Word of God. Amen. It's not just, these aren't just cliches, but so often, we, you know, especially as Word of Faith people, we, we want to know the Word. Amen. And it's great to know it, but it's better to have it in your heart. Because when you have it in your heart, that's when it comes up when you need it. Yes. Amen. That's, that's when it is the very fabric of your being. It, it is, it is what you, how you make a decision on the very next step you take. Amen. And so the faith that we heard this week, about honor and honoring the things of God and honoring God and, and, and all the things that Brother Moore talked about, we don't want to just hear them and say, man, wasn't that a great week? We want to hear them. We want to let them come to our ear and bring faith. We want, we, we want to let them come to our ear as a saying of God, not just a meeting of Faith Life Church. We came to, for a whole week and heard the sayings of God. We, we came every night and the things that came to our ears were the very words of God. 
You know, which is really good in our sense because our pastors don't do anything without a scripture. Amen. Amen. So you know that everything you heard is backed up by word. Amen. Amen. Or better yet, the word was first and then there was stuff to, to bring it to light, actually. Amen. And that's a good thing. So, so then faith comes by hearing or by the report. Amen. Well, you, that's what you heard was the report. Faith comes by the report and, and the report comes by the saying of God. So, so this brings it to a different level. It's not just a noise. Right? Think about this. If, if, you, if everybody in here got quiet, see, now somebody coughed, but see, you, but that's a noise. It all, there's noises in here all day long to hear. You know what? If this place is empty, there's noise in it. But, but unless you listen for a specific noise, right? And, and when we're here in the Word, that's what he's saying. Faith comes by listening for that specific noise. Amen? Not, not, just, not just for a noise, a specific word. You're not just looking for a word. You're looking for the word. Amen. You're looking for something to grab hold of that changes your life. Years ago, right after we got Ramsey uh, out of the hospital, you know, brought her home, little baby, and she was adopted. And at that time, there was all this junk going on about adoptions, about these parents coming back and trying to take the kids. And, you know, then the devil uses that stuff. You know, he, 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 he's good at what he does. He just does bad things. Amen. He, he's had a lot of years to practice. The good news is he's also defeated. So it really doesn't matter how good you are when you're already going to lose anyway because you lost. So you can be really good at doing bad things and you're lost, so it doesn't really matter. But you can also, if people will listen to your junk, you can create fear or confusion and keep them from knowing what God said. Amen? You know, I mean, think about this. You ever heard people say, well, I, I think it was God. You know, he told me to do this. And I, I just don't know. You're confused. Well, you know, that's not God. And it probably was God that told you that. But now the devil's trying to get you to think, well, you really don't hear from God. And what he, what he wants to do is keep you from doing what God said. Right? And remember what we said during the offering. Most of the things that we don't do, we didn't want to do anyway. Right? God says, go mow your neighbor's lawn. Right? And you're like, I don't think that's God. When in fact, that was God for sure. Right? And and it's not hard to hear from God. God's not trying to keep us from hearing. The devil's trying to keep us from hearing God. And so he, so he uses our five senses. And in this case with Ramsey, he used our eyes when we saw the TV and we'd see all these bad reports. Oh, they, look, those, they came back five, year old, five years later, tried to get their kid back. And this one tried to come three months. And it just was happening all around us. And the devil kept throwing it at us. And, I mean, and we loved her. And, I mean, sometimes we still do now. But... <laughs> But, you know, the last thing we wanted to do was lose her. And, and so I was praying one day, and God gave me a word. He said, who God has joined together, let not man put asunder. Amen. And everybody said, well, that's the wedding verse. No, that's the me and Ramsey and Kim verse. Why? Because he gave it to me, and I got faith in it. 
And every time those came in, that word would come come forth, and my next action would be decided by that word. It wasn't that I would go, I'd say, oh, well, I wonder which one's true. I knew which one was true, and I followed it. That's your action. Follow the truth. Amen? A lot of people say, well, how do I act? You follow the truth. Amen? And the truth was what God said. God said no man would split us up. Amen? And I'll still use that verse today. If she's driving on the road, you know, going somewhere, she goes everywhere. I haven't figured out where she gets... Oh, she's got my gas card. I don't know how she gets there. But... She, she, if she, if I know she's out driving the road, the devil try, you know, try, oh, she's out there on the highway, out there on the highway. I says she'll be fine. Well, God's joined together; no man will put asunder. And and that's my, that is my verse. That is that I have faith that God spoke that to me. It came to my ear. It brought faith because I took it as a saying of God. Amen. Amen. So it didn't go through one ear and out the other. It went into the ear and down in the heart. And it was there forever. Amen? Those are the words that make a difference in our lives. Those are the words that bring action. Amen? They, they bring an action that follows God. They bring an action that, that never gets away from what He said. Because we're certain that we're certain that we know that that was the Lord. And as we're certain of that, see, that's the thing about healing. If you're believing for healing, the devil's going to bring all, all five of your senses into play against your spiritual senses. Amen. He's going to bring every all five. Amen. You don't feel good. Look what they said. Hear what they said. Look what. Look how they did it. And you've got all these experiences, and 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 you got a word from God that says, "By whose stripes you were healed." Amen. And that word is more true than your, what your five senses are feeling. And you say, "Well, but no, I can feel that I'm sick." No, God says you're healed. That'd be like light arguing with Him. When he said light be or dark arguing. You know, he said light be and dark said, no, I'm not happening, letting that happen. And see, that's what's trying to happen when we're believing for healing. We're saying that verse is true and your body's saying dark's, dark's here. It's staying. Light's not, light's not getting rid of me. But darkness doesn't get a choice. It doesn't get a choice. It gets driven out by the light of the Word of God. But we have to take that Word as God. Not just a cliche that we say when we don't feel good, but a truth that we act on and receive from. Amen? And as we receive from that truth, then we, we are... And people say, well, what's your action to that? What would you do if you were well? You know? That's what God always told me. He's, he, if I wanted to act sick, he'd say, yeah, that's what sick people do. That's right. That's right. You know, I remember when I, and I know I've told this story before, but I had the motorcycle accident, which we'll never have again because we won't ride a motorcycle. <laughs> but, you know, I was in pain. And, you know, it was really nice to have uh, Kim helping me do everything, bringing me food, you know, sitting in my chair. And, you know, <laughs> Nurse Kim is taking good care of me. And... Uh, and uh, God said, why don't you get up and get that yourself? And I said, I said, oh, it hurts, God. And he said, yeah, sick people sit and sit there and let people serve them. Man, I got right up after that. It took me a little bit. I had to get the thing, push up. And, but I got up and started doing things for myself. People get well faster when they... Even, the, even a doctor in a hospital, think about this. The first thing they try to get you to do is get out of that bed and get to walking. Why? Because you'll get better. You know, not only does it help you physically, but as you're walking, you're saying, wait a second, I feel 
pretty good, you know, for, for what I've just been through, I feel pretty good. And you get better and stronger and stronger and stronger. And as you do, it's not just your body getting stronger, your faith is getting stronger. You're, you're, you're recovering, if you will. Well, Jesus recovered us. Amen. He recovered us from all sickness and disease. So we are recovered. Amen. And, and His Word is true. And th- this isn't a healing seminar, but it is truth that by whose stripes ye were healed. I were healed. You were healed. Amen. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a going to be. It's already a truth. And as we hear it and, and we take it and it comes to our ear, right, and faith comes with it, and then we take it as a word from God. Now it has power. So now what we just heard, we can put into action and we can have those things which He says. Amen? And, and that's what we're looking for. Brother Moore spoke on so many deep things of God. I mean, God was honoring us this week. I mean, it, we couldn't have heard what He was saying had we not come up to a different level to be able to hear it. Amen? But God honored us and put that word out there. But it will do us no good if all it is is a CD. Amen? If all, all it is is another series that you can say, ah, yeah, I got that series, man, that's good. Right? You can say good all day long. It's not good until it works in your life. Amen? There's not one thing in the Bible that's good for you. It's good before you get it, but it's not good for you until you put it at work in your life. Amen? Because remember, and keep remembering this the whole time, the just shall live by faith. In other words, every action, every motion should be, should be occupied by the thought of faith in your mind and in your heart. In other words, when somebody comes up to you and, or, and you get any report, your first thought should not be, oh no. It should be, okay, what's the Word of God say about this? You know, what, what, Lord, tell me, what, tell me what's going on here. And He brings you a word and you live by that. Amen? Think about Abraham. I'll tell you what, go to... Uh, whew. Well, let's read 18 in Romans 10.18, and then we'll go on to James James 2. 10.18, it says, But yes, they have not all heard. Uh, you know what the, the... Take that to the Young's literal again. Did they all hear? Indeed, their voice went into all the earth. Did they not hear? Yes, indeed. To all the earth, their voice went. In the King James, it says their sound. Yeah. Amen? Their sound went forth, and their voice to the ends of the inhabitable world. And, and what, what's he saying? He's saying everybody could hear. Everybody. You know, people say, well, not everybody heard the Word of God. Everybody could have heard. Yeah. At that point in time, for sure, everybody could have known. And even in Romans, it says just that the nature is talking to you by itself and telling you there's a God. I mean, think about most scientists. When they get down to the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of their investigations or whatever you call what they do, until I'm pretty scientific, huh? they, they say there's somewhere there has to be a supreme being. Now, they may not say it's God. They may say a lot of things. But they'll, they'll, they'll come to a point where they can go no further. Yeah. Amen. It has to be something more that they don't know about. And, and, and that's what God's saying. He's saying, you, you can just look at the world and tell that I exist. Amen. And, and so, you know, at this time, their, their sound, go back to the King James. It says that their sound, in other words, if, if, you, if they didn't receive it as what it was, all it was was a sound. Right? It's just noise. You know, right? If I talk, I can talk all day here 
And if you're looking at me like he ain't Brother Moore, what's he doing talking? I came, I came here to see Brother Moore. Well, I hope I'm not talking to anybody. None of, nobody thought that, right? I was just using that as an example. I'm not saying the word of the Lord came to me. I'm just telling you, if you can't hear what I'm saying, all it is is noise. Right? But if we'll believe God together like we prayed, then what comes out will be the very Word of God and, and it'll be able to heal you, save you, set you free, put you on a different path today. Right? Without the Moors even being in town. Right? Because if you only believe it because Brother Moore spoke it anyway, then you don't believe it as the Word of God. It's the Word of Brother Moore. And Brother Moore will tell you flat out that he don't want to speak any of his words. He's looking for the Word of God and the truth only. Amen? Amen? And that's what we're looking for. And that's, that's what we want to remember as we've heard these, these truths this past week and as we hear truths today. We want them to make a difference in our life. There was a day where you weren't saved. And somebody spoke the Gospel. And it came to your ear. Amen? And it brought faith. And you took it as the very saying of God. Amen? And when you took it as the very saying of God, you received Jesus Christ as Lord of your life. Or had the, let me rephrase that, had the opportunity to. Amen? And many of us did. And if you didn't, you'll have another chance. It'll, it'll just go through your ear and down in your heart and you'll say, I need that. And, and, but that's how you receive Jesus. The same faith that saves us is the same faith we're to live by. Right? So many times we get a hold of that faith at, at salvation and then we don't live by that faith. And, and, and the Word says that those who are justified, the just. How many justified ones I got in here today? If you've had Jesus Christ as Lord of your life, you're justified. Amen? It's just like you'd never sinned. You're the child of the Most High. And, and you can walk right before the very throne of God. Amen? Amen? And receive grace and mercy. Amen? And it's an awesome thing. Amen? Uh, but, but you believed God. And it says those who are justified shall live by faith. Amen? And, that, and that's not a suggestion. That's God's, that's God's saying, live this way. Ha, better yet, have life this way. Amen? Because when we live by faith, it basically saying you can have life by this same faith that you were saved by. Amen? You can have healing. You can have prosperity. You can have peace. You can have joy. Everything you needed through faith in Him is, is in this Word. Amen. Amen? You don't need a new Word to get peace. Amen. Salvation means peace. Yeah. Amen? You don't need it. The same Gospel that brought us salvation brought us peace. It brought us healing. It brings us prosperity. But it's what we had faith. It's what we heard. You're only going to receive from the part that you hear and, and keep. And, and, you, and you take as the Word of God. Uh, Brother Moore brought this verse out, but let me bring us to it before we go to James. 1 Thessalonians 2.13. 2.13. It says, For this cause also we thank God without ceasing, because when you received the Word of God, which you heard from us, in other words, when you received the Word of God, that you heard from them, but while it wasn't the Word of Paul, it was the Word of God. Amen. Amen? But obviously there were people receiving it as the Word of Paul. Yep, right. Yeah. right? 
Because, you know, earlier we saw where I said, well, I'm Paul and I'm Apollos. And in other words, th- this is who I receive from. This is the way I get it. You know what? You can get it from your three-year-old. Amen. <laughs> if they'll speak the Word of God and you'll let it come to your ear and then by faith receive it as the Word of God. Amen. It, it doesn't take me or anyone else, although you'll miss out if you don't come to church. And see all the peeps, right? Remember we talked about that. (laughs) For this cause, because you received the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God. And then you can't stop there because the way they received it makes it work in you. Amen? Because if you receive it as the word of God, now it's at work in you. It, It has action. If you receive it by faith, now it has action in your life. It now decides. It says, with, which effectually works also in you that believe. In other words, what's it working to do? It's working to help me make decisions every day. Yes. Right? Now, and people say, well, you know, it's healing. Yeah, it heals you too. But it helps you make a decision every day. You do, you make, we live by faith. In other words, we don't say, well, this is just the way it is, so we're going to do it this way. So, you know, it's just the way it is. This is the way we're going to do it. That's not just the way it is. It is the way that God says it is. Amen? And, and if we'll receive it as God's Word, then it, it, effect, it starts effectively working in us and through us. It, be, it begins to affect our lives in, in ways that we would have never known had we not received it as faith. People who don't believe you can be healed by the Word of God have never received the Word of God by faith on healing. It's not that it's not there. It's just not been received. It came to their ear and they didn't, they didn't believe it. Amen? And it'll come to their ear again and it'll come to their ear again. People who aren't saved, they've had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to be saved. And they'll get more opportunity because we'll keep praying. Amen? And, and it's not a question of they need to know they need God. They need faith in the goodness of God that He, that he sent His Son for them. He so loved them that He sent His Son. And they need faith in that Word that not only did He send His Son, He sent Him for me. He loved me. And He sent Jesus so that I can be saved. And when when we get faith in His Word, it becomes personal. And it it affects us personally. And and that's what I was talking about when you talk about the love of God. It's in our hearts. And if we believe it's in our hearts, it affects the way we live. We're not the ones yelling at people. We're not the ones make, we're not the ones getting offended. We're not the ones that, that are getting in turmoil when things don't go good or we see something on the news that looks like the world. You know, we're not chicken little. No, we're not. Right? When the acorn hits us on the head, we're not running to the sky is falling, the sky is falling. People who have faith aren't doing that. Right? The sky is never falling. People, people who have faith know the end result of everything is they win anyway. No matter how bad it looks, we win. Amen? I mean, the, the worst thing that can happen... The, I mean, think about that. The worst of the worst things that could happen is you go to heaven. Whew! Man! You know, I'm going to finish my course and live to be 120 if the world makes it that long and can take me. <clears throat> but if, if Jesus comes back, I'm going to heaven. It's not a worry. 
If you're on a plane, you don't have to worry about it going down. <laughs> right? Because you ain't ever going down. Right? We don't have to live in fear. Why? Because we have faith in the Word of God that it's true. And everything He's spoken will come to pass in our lives. Amen? It came to our ear and we chose to believe it, so now it's in our heart. And, and you know, once something's in your heart, glory to God. It's strong and powerful. Amen. You now have the Word of God where faith exists. Whew. Man, you put the Word of God where faith, faith lives, you're going to do some good stuff. Amen? You're going to do some good stuff. Did I tell everybody to go to James? How many people have the, the faith of the Word of God effectually at work in them? Amen? It's at work in us. And when we go out and about, it's working in us to do good things. Amen? It's not just working for you. It's working through you. You know, so many people say, yeah, it's working for me. I'm staying healthy. What about the people walking around you? Maybe you should start letting some of that out. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Man, I got faith in the healing Word of God. Do you? Give it to somebody else. Lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. Amen? Glory to God. You got some faith? Use it. Put it, put it to action. Amen? Amen? James 2.14. Whew, this is good. I like this sermon. It's not coming out anywhere near what I thought. <laughs> we didn't want the word of Dave, right? <laughs> if we'd have had the word of Dave, he'd have said, hey, we ought to get out of here and get some football in today, huh? You think football's going to bring you any faith? No. Not a lick. You know what? You can sit and watch football and worry. Huh? You can sit and watch football and get more worried about what's going on in your life. You could get up from watching football and say, my back's stiff from sitting all day. And then forget that you're in faith and have a stiff back the rest of the week. (laughs) But you get the Word of God and then watch football. (laughs) Nothing about not watching football in the Bible. And if you find that scripture, I don't want to talk to you. James 2, 14. What does it profit, brothers, though a man says he has faith and has not works? Can faith save him? In other words, what's it profit if you hear the word only and never act on what you heard? Amen? And th- this is a big thing because it should, in fact, Uh, recreate you in other words what you used to do you would no longer do remember you're a new creature in christ so you're recreated in christ to live by faith right you now have an ability you did not have before instead instead of living by your five senses and what's going on out here and having to put up with what what the world puts up you now have the ability to live by faith and live by faith in the word of god and walk through things that other people get bogged down in you can you can you can get over things and and, and overcome things that other people have no no they don't even they can't you know people say well couldn't god do something god could do something if they believed him Right? And people say, well, God can do anything. God works with you. Amen? God works with me. It's a question of what do I believe Him to do. Amen? And, and so my, if I have faith, but I have no action to go with it, my faith is dead. Why? Because the just live by faith. 
They live by it. In other words, it's an active lifestyle for them. They, they, do, not, they do not sit by faith. Huh? doesn't say the just shall sit by faith. It says the just shall live by faith. It doesn't say the just will just be secure in their faith. It says they'll live by their faith. They'll, their every thought and action will be motivated by that faith in God's Word. Amen? And so you, your faith will have works at that point, and it won't be dead. And, and it can save you. Faith without works, in other words, you, could, you, could, you can read um, and believe that it's God's Word. You can say First uh, Peter 2.24, by whose stripes you were healed. Yeah, that's, that's God's Word. What are you going to do about it? We know it's God's Word now. What are you going to do about it? You've got faith that it's God's Word. But you have to act on that Word. Right? You can't just have faith that it is God's Word. Now it's got to become the part of your fiber. So now, now it says, by whose stripes Dave were healed. Yeah, because now it's going to become part of my fiber. It's going to become part of how I live. In other words, when I, when I walk across them, when I walk into a room full of people coughing and sniffing, I say, thank God, by His stripes I'm healed and they can be too. Amen? But, 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 but my life, it, the Word of God, is effectively working in me to keep me healed. Amen. People say, well, a lot of everybody deals with a cold every now. Yes, and but they don't have to. Just like me. I don't have to. There is a cure from the common cold. It's called First Peter two twenty four. It was cured on the cross or in the in hell or wherever else he went. It was cured by Jesus Christ. Amen. But but our five senses and, and our and our fears have said, Well, it just you know, it won't kill you. So we put up with it. What? We put up with it. Our faith is dead. Our faith is dead. If it won't kill us, okay, we'll put up with it. Well, I don't want to put up with stuff anymore. I put up with too much too much stuff. You guys put up with some stuff that you know you don't have to put up with? Just because it's not that bothersome? I mean, that's like saying, well, I only have a couple snakes in the house. They don't really come out unless it's only at night. How many want a couple snakes in their house, huh? Huh? I don't want no snakes in my house. I don't like snakes. I said, well, we like black snakes. They eat mice. I'll kill the mice myself. Get rid of the black snakes. Huh? Snakes is snakes is snakes. They make good boots and good belts. That is it. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Go to verse, uh, verse 15, 250, where were we? James 2.15. Let's get away from the snakes. <laughs> if a brother or sister be naked or destitute of daily food. Now remember, this is an example. You know, a lot of people say this is faith. Faith is, this is an example of if you don't put some works to your faith. And this isn't written to the church, you'll notice. It's written to you individually. <laughs> and, and also you have to hear from God because... You know, you don't just give to every person that asks. Right. People say, well, the Bible says give to every person that asks. Yeah, it doesn't say what to give them, though. Right? <laughs> you know, Paul and Peter went to the gate called Beautiful. Right? There was a man there, and he was not asking for healing. He was believing for money. Peter, Peter and John, they said, you know what? We don't got the money for you. They must have left their wallets at home because they weren't poor, by the way. That's right. But we do have something. And they gave him something priceless. 
at that point. Amen? And so, yeah, give unto every man. Let's see, see what God would have you give him. Amen? Hear from the Holy Ghost. How do we get off on that? Verse 16. And one of you say unto him, Depart, be in peace, be warm and filled. You know, that is very little help, actually. You know, <laughs> at least give him five bucks so they can go to McDonald's, Big Macs. Huh? I'm just saying. <laughs> not, notwithstanding, you give them not the same. And, and again, make sure that I'm, I'm going to go back to this. Yeah. If you give somebody five bucks, they may never take it to get food. Well, then you didn't help them, did you? Nope. No. no, sir. So giving to everyone that asks is not always what the Word says that, that way. Yeah. We've got to see God's vision of what He said when He said it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? You, you, we want to see what He said. We don't want to just see words on a page. This is the Word of God. It has to, it has to work with every other word He's ever said. Yeah. Amen? So they have to work together. Hallelujah. Amen? Notwithstanding you giving those things which are needful to the body, what does it profit? In other words, this is like faith without works. This is like having something and never using it to somebody else's benefit or your own benefit for that matter. Amen? Verse 17, Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. In other words, faith without works is, is lonely. It will not work. It, by itself, it, it, ha, it has no value. Faith by itself has no value. If you do not take your faith and do something with it, amen, then, then, you, then nobody even knew you had faith. Right? They didn't know you had it. You know, somebody could be a billionaire, but if you never did anything with the billions you had, you could die and nobody would ever know. You could bury it in the ground. That's why that guy that buried his talent in the ground, he could have died. Nobody would never know he even had a talent. Why? He never used his talent. Never did one thing with his talent. But when God gives, when God gives us a word, then he says, now go out and, and let it effectively work in you and through you. Amen? Because if you get excited about by his stripes you were healed, what you'll see is that that whole verse is about Jesus dying on the cross, paying the full price for all of us, and, and then and paying the full price for everyone I'll come in contact with today. Right? You know, I always tell people when they're in the hospital, I say, well, the devil may have got one over on you, but while you're here, let's just start praying for people. You know, the devil don't like people in, in the hospital praying for other people. Why? Because your faith now is effectively working towards somebody else. Amen? And, and that's what we want. We want, our, we want our faith to have action all the time. And keep on going, because I think this talks about Abraham, if I'm not mistaken. Look at, let's go to verse uh, 20. <clears throat> verse 20, 220. It says, but, but will you know, O vain man... See, I, see how I interpreted King James? Yeah, I can speak more than one language. I interpreted that right into English for you. People thought King James was English, but that ain't English. <laughs> but will you know, O man, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Verse 21. Was not Abraham our father justified by works? In, in other words, he, his works were not what justified. It was the faith that caused his works. Faith and works together. He was justified by them. In other words, he, got, he received righteousness by believing God and going. Not just believing God, believing God and going. It's not just enough to believe God, you have to believe and go. 
If Abraham would have believed, yep, that was God who told me to leave my father. Sure was. Told me to leave the land of the Chaldeans. I got to go. Ten years later, he's still there. His faith's dead. Why? No action to what he believed. He believed it was God, but he never did anything with it. We put faith to it. But he said, Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Now think about what, what, what Abraham actually did. God gave him a word that said through Isaac, all the seed, all the a whole world, the whole world, that, but through your seed, the whole world will be saved. So that's what he told him in, in Dave's English, right? Would we agree that that's what he told him? Huh? So Isaac can't die. But see, here's what happened. Abraham, that word came to his ear and went to his heart. He, he, he had faith in the God that said it. And, and he put that word in his heart just like I put that word in my heart that said, no, uh, let no man separate what God has joined together. Amen? Same word for, same word for Abraham. He heard the word that said, this, this, this seed is going to be raised up and through this seed all the nations of the earth will be blessed. And, and so one day he comes to him, he says, now I want you to take this seed and I want you to take it to the altar and I want you to sacrifice it. And we've all watched the cartoons and the movies where he laments and, oh God, no, not that. No. He didn't lament one bit. What's lament mean anyway? Feel sad? Yeah. Yeah. Lamentations. Yeah. It was the lamenting. I'm a professor. Remember that in my own mind. <laughs> but but he didn't do that. That that is that is us adding to what adding what we would have done to Abraham, right? It, it, it's somebody writing a movie, and because that's how they would feel, they wrote their feelings into the Bible. He did not get sad. Why? He had a word from God, and the just shall live by faith, and he lived by that word. He, w- he didn't believe for one minute that Isaac was going to die. And if he did, he was going to be raised up. It says it in Hebrews, right? He, he'd already received him back. He, he'd already played the whole thing out in his heart through faith. He, he's like, okay, well, if I do it, uh, I guess God's going to raise him from the dead. Right? Why? Because he already told me that through Isaac, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Amen. So I got a word from God. What's he got? He's got faith, and now he's got action. So what he did was he did exactly what God said. Why? Because he already has a word from God. He doesn't have to wonder what's going to happen. When we have faith in God and we act on it, we're certain of the results. Yes. Amen? Our response will always be successful. Amen. Right? Amen. Your response in love cannot fail. So if you respond in love for God and in faith in His Word, then you will not fail on the other side. People say, well, I I did and I failed. No. No, you didn't. Nobody has ever believed God's Word and failed. If they did, they did not act. So their faith was dead. If you if we act on the faith we heard, if we act on everything, if if we go back there into the Word supply which you don't even have to do. You can go home, watch the whole rebroadcast from all uh, four of the days last week. Thursday didn't have a sermon. So four of the days last week, you can go. If, if, if we hear that word and it comes to our ear and, and we receive it, 
and let it get in our heart. And then every action will start being provoked by that word. Right? And no longer are you provoked by your outside sources. You're now provoked by that word. In other words, when something comes at you, your answer doesn't come from you. It's not, it's not a natural, it's not a flesh or a carnal answer. It comes straight from the heart of God. And it, does ha- it has a zero failure rate. Amen? How many know that not one word of God has ever failed? Amen? When, when it's believed for what it is and acted on for what it is, it has never failed. And, and you know what? And this is, this is a big trick of the devil. I know every person in here has known somebody that was a great man or woman of God that it appears God's Word didn't work for. That's not true. Amen? And when you get to heaven, you'll figure it out. Don't try to figure it out here. God Just settled in your heart forever. God's Word is truth. Right? And people are not perfect. And the only way they can be is through God's Word. Amen? If I fail tomorrow, it will not be because of God. Right? I'm not going to, by the way. Because I'm going to act on the faith that He's putting in my heart. That He put all in my heart all last week. That He's been putting in our heart for 15 years here. And even before we came here through other people. It was His Word. And as we receive it as His Word, we'll do just what Abraham did. We'll go in confidence knowing that what He has spoken is going to come to pass no matter how He has to bring it to pass. If He has to raise Isaac from the dead to bring the blessing to pass, that's what's going to happen. Amen? And, and that's how strong that word is about healing and about salvation and about His love. It, it, he loves you. And you can have faith in that truth. He loved each and every one of us so much that He sent His word and healed us and saved us from all our own destructions. Amen? He loved us that much. And that word is truth. Amen? The very, it says the just shall live by faith, right? And as we live by that faith, we walk in the Word. We walk in what we know. And, and, and you know, it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. Jesus was the Word. Right. You read the words of Jesus, you're, you, we should get so much faith out of that because the very Word is being spoken by the very Word. Right. Amen? Amen? And the very Word died for us and rose again, paid the full price for all my sins, and healed my body. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And it's not that we're trying to, to... This isn't something new to all of us, right? But it's something that if you're not a rememberful hearer, which is the title of our sermon today, actually, if you're not a rememberful hearer, you'll be a forgetful hearer. And then what you heard, what came to your ear, went out the other side and you forgot it. You never put it in your heart. The things you remember are in your heart. Right? Remember, remember what it said about Mary? She pondered those things in her heart. Well, she kept all the memories about Jesus in her heart, all the things that she saw, and, and she, kept, she kept what was going on in her heart. Why? Because that's where you don't forget them. Right? When the Word of God goes from your head to your heart, or from your ear to your heart, You'll never forget it. Why? Because it has eternal value. It will never leave. Your head doesn't have the ability to keep it eternal. Right? 
right? You know what? So I forgot what I had for breakfast three days ago. I didn't put it in my heart. It must have not have been that good. Oh, I didn't eat breakfast. That's why. <laughs> right? But man, if I have something that really gets to my heart, man, some good biscuits and gravy. No. <laughs> and I'll remember that. But you know, when this is true of the Word of God, when you truly take it, as, as he talks about in 1 Thessalonians, that as, as the very Word of God, then, then we, we put it in our hearts and it affects every decision. If you go to work Monday morning and there's disarray everywhere, you say, you know what, I have peace. Right? So the Word of God says He gave me His peace. I don't have to live in turmoil. We're going to have peace and we're going to figure everything's going to work out. God's going to show me. And then by faith, you start looking at the direction you need to go and what you need to do. Why? Because God's not just going to fix what's happening at work. He's going to fix the people that caused it if our response is right. He cannot fix people if you respond in hate. But if you respond in love, not only will He fix the situation and circumstance, He'll help people along the way. Why? Because you, you responded in the light of God. And light will, will shine into darkness. Amen? And it will change it. Amen. Glory to God. And, and that's what we're looking for all the time, right? Whew. I like this sermon. I had to get a copy of it. Thank you, Lord. Verse 21. Was not Abraham our father justified? In other words, he was counted righteous, not just because he believed God, but because he went. Always remember that. That's why the just shall live by faith. It's not, you know, living, you, you won't live if you just go sit in one place forever and do nothing. You, you won't live. You'll die eventually. Right? You have to have action all the time. And, and, and Abraham, through his faith in God, acted on everything God said. Uh, Jeremy brought this out the other Friday night. He, he acted on everything God told him to do. He didn't just say, okay, he did it, right? There's been some things God told me to do that I've said okay to, and then I've conveniently forgotten them, right? Why? Because I didn't want to do them. It's kind of like mowing your neighbor's lawn, right? Oh, God, I forgot. You know, don't tell God you forgot because you, we can't fool God. You fool a lot of people, but you ain't going to fool God. You know, you didn't forget, you didn't want to do it, and you chose not to. It's like, it's like telling your parents you forgot to clean your room. You didn't forget. My words were in your heart. You just chose not to do it. Abraham chose to act on the Word of God that he believed. When we choose to act on the Word of God we believe, we'll have the things that that Word says, and we'll do the things that that Word says we can do. We, we will be what God says. You won't get saved. You'll be saved. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. It, it, you'll be a light. You'll be the things that God's Word says you are. Yeah. Right? It, it doesn't say you act like them. You are them. Right? You're not going to act like a loving person. You will be a loving person because you're full of His love. Yeah. Right? And then you don't have to have a church smile. Why? Because you just smile all the time. <laughs> tell me the truth now how many people in here have had a church smile before come on I have and you come in and you had a bad morning and didn't get enough sleep the night before on your own fault never here no, no. <laughs> but you, you gotta you gotta make a smile you know what we, we should be happy 
we should be thankful. We shouldn't have to get thankful. We should be thankful. Amen. Amen. That's what somebody asked me one time. They said, did you teach, your, did you teach Ramsey to say thank you and please? And yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. And he said, you know, I taught some of that stuff, but I had a bigger plan. I wanted her to be that. I want her to be polite. I want her to be thankful. I want her to be courteous. I want her to care about people. I don't want her to say things that have no meaning. Amen? People say, well, those are just good good manners. Well, I don't want to have a manner. I want to have who I am. I don't want to be, I don't want to be, uh, have a manner of being thankful. I want to be thankful. Right? People who are thankful are thankful all the time. Amen? And, and, and these, if we walk in the faith, if the just live by faith, then what we are is being what God says we are. At every point, at every, at every turn, we are what God says we are. And we become to that situation what the very God of the universe would be. Glory to God. Glory to God. What, the worst situation in the world. Think about the, the, the Jairus' daughter's dead. You now become Jesus in every situation. Why? Jesus was the just and walked by faith. And he walked into that room and he, he, he responded the way God would respond. Why? By faith, he responded. And that girl was raised from the dead. When we walk by faith and live by this faith, then every situation and circumstance we find ourselves in, we're not just a, a bystander. We are the standard. Amen? We now become the very answer to their prayer. Glory to God. And and you can hear from God because you have the love of God in you and you can hear not only what to do, how to do it. What's the next step? Why why do you think Jesus did all the things He did? Spit in their eyes or laid hands on a leper. He he did them at the unction of the Holy Spirit through God. He did everything He did with purpose. And see, if we'll start living our life with purpose, that, that's our act of faith. Yes. Amen? Yes. And we'll start living our life with purpose and doing those things that God told us to do. Amen? Yes. Glory to God. I don't know how I'm going to end this. Whew. James 2.22 still. Did, did we read 2.20? Go back to 2.20 so I can remember where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Faith without works is dead, verse 21. Our Abraham, our father, justified by works. He did the things that God, uh, he, that God told him to do because he had faith in, God, in the Word of God that told him to do it. Amen? So he, he wasn't concerned. Verse 22. See now how faith, how faith wrought with his works and by works was faith made perfect. In other words, faith that never does anything will never see its end. It will never be complete. Right? If you never have faith in, in 1 Peter 2.24, you may never be healed. Amen. But it won't make it less true. Right? I, I told somebody one time, I said, well, you don't, they were telling me how they didn't believe the Bible and didn't believe this and didn't believe that. I said, well, you don't have to believe it, but it will never make it less true. Right? It will always be true. It will always be powerful. It will always have your answer if you choose to let it come to your ear and then by faith receive it as the Word of God. Right. Amen? Right. And, and because faith comes by the Word of God coming to your ear. Yeah. Amen? My ear. And so to, to, to have complete faith, if you want everything in your life to work effectually 
the faith in you to work effective in you and in others around you, you, know, you have to believe it and act on it at all times. If you wake up in the morning and you don't feel good, you've got two choices, couch or work. <laughs> right? Yes, now, many people don't want to go to work that day. And, and that's great. You're going to miss work, but you're going to feel horrible. And your faith in the Word of God is going to go backwards because you've not used it. You've not acted on it. People say, well, you know, i got to be smart. I don't want those people. I don't want to infect those people around me. Go sit in your office. As they went, they were healed. (laughs) If you believe God's Word, you're already healed before you leave. It's not just an act to get God's Word to work. God's Word already works. Right? It's putting feet to your faith. It's remembering what you heard, being a rememberful hearer, right? And then doing the things caused by that word. In other words, if I'm healed, I never miss work unless I'm on vacation. I still never miss work. Why? I don't want to miss church. I work at church. (laughs) I was told Brother Moore, he says, you never miss a Friday or Sunday. I'm like, I don't want to miss something. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to miss it. Amen? Amen? Miss a few, but not many. Glory to God. Whew, I like it. What were we talking about? Oh, putting faith, to putting our feet to our faith. Amen? Doing those things, as we do those things, then God begins to help us, and, and He begins to give us more words. Remember what Brother Moore said, you've got to honor the word you got before He'll give you more word to honor. Amen. You know, a lot of people are looking for another word and they haven't honored the word that they were given in the first place. You know, what if, what if he'd have told me, he said, he'd have said, here's my word concerning Ramsey. Uh, Let not man separate what God has joined together. And I said, yeah, that's great. And then it helped me for the first few hours. And then I thought, oh, that's, I got to have more. I got to have more. No, I didn't honor the word he gave me. Amen. And, and see, that's how you can tell we've been honoring the Word because, you, I mean, if you've heard the last several series, you can tell that God's honoring us and let us, letting us have more and more and more, which means is we're doing good. We're honoring His Word. We're using it and we're letting it be active in our lives. But that's what we have to continue to do to get more and more of this Word is to let it be active in your life. If you want to be healed by the Word of God, you only need one Word. You only, you only need one word. You, only need, you, you don't need 65 healing verses and you don't need to know 75 in each one. You don't have to get up every morning and quote them 17 times. You have to believe them and act on them. Amen? Glory to God. That, that's what the Word says. Faith without works does nothing. Faith with works is not lonely. It's not lonely at all. It works every time. Faith with, wor- with works works. There you go. That's not even a double negative. Thank you, Lord. Look at James 2.22 in the Amplified. It says, see, you see that his faith was cooperating with his works. In other words, what he believed was in, it was in complete agreement. Cooperation means agreement with what he did. Right? Don't, don't make up your own works. Listen and hear what God tells you to do. You know, a lot of people say, you know, if God doesn't tell you to get up and go to work and you don't feel good, don't say, well, this is just what I believe I'm supposed to do. Ask God. I'll say, God, what do I need to do with this? I know I'm well. You know, I know my kid's well, but I don't want to put my kid in the nursery and affect somebody who doesn't believe that right now. There is a truth to that. Amen? 
But ask God what to do. Okay, how? What? I need to put actions to my faith, Lord. What do I do next? He'll give you an answer. He knows exactly what's going to work and what's going to be best, not only for you, but for everyone concerned. He never just thinks about the person in the situation. He's always thinking about who all that's going to affect. Amen? Amen? I mean, Abraham's still affecting us today. Right? God knew that when this whole thing started. He knew we'd be sitting here today talking about Abraham. Glory to God. He says, His faith cooperating with His works and His faith was completed. In other words, His faith reached its supreme expression. It did exactly what faith is supposed to do. Faith in the Word of God should always finish the job that it goes to do. Amen? It should be completed by, by its action. Amen? So when we believe anything about the Word of God, when we say, when we walk into the worst things in the world, the worst turmoil, no matter what's going on, we can have peace. Because it says in the Word that Jesus gave us His peace. We can, we can, we can rise above and, and overcome anything that comes against us. But, but we must act on everything we've heard. And until we act on that Word, we'll not overcome. We're not overcomers by our, by our words. We're overcomers by His words and the blood of the Lamb, right? And the word of our testimony. Amen? It's not, 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 but it, our testimony is built on His words. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Uh, uh, where am I going? Ooh, boy, it's good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, uh, look at uh, Matthew 4. This goes along with the just shall live by faith. Matthew 4 and verse 4, Jesus was talking. This verse is also in Deuteronomy. But he answered when the devil told him to turn the stones into bread. He said, man doesn't live. Remember, the just shall live by faith. And where do you get faith? Word of God. It says, the man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Why? Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, but of every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Life comes through the words of God, not through bread. Amen? Amen? Life comes through the Word of God. Right? Now, He'll give you bread. He likes bread. Talk to, you ever notice He talks a lot about bread and meat in the Bible? That's what a hamburger is, isn't it? Bread and meat. <laughs> we, we're not going to have and enjoy life by what we have on our table. We're going to have and enjoy life by what we have in our hearts of the Word of God and what we act on through Him. We don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. To, to live in this faith that we're going to act on, we have to have that Word in us, first of all. Amen? In other words, it doesn't matter how many words proceeds out of His mouth if they're just noise. We have to make His words more than noise. Right? Think, think about this. You can hear His words. When, when I hear God's words, I hear my voice. Right? I mean, th- okay, everybody be quiet for a second and think about something. Whose voice did you hear when you were thinking about it? Your own. Right? Right? So when you think about something, you're going to hear your own voice. But if you'll make that God's words, it won't matter that it's your own voice that heard it. Don't, 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 don't make it, don't devalue it thinking you just said it. 
put it in your heart, it's you. But it's God's Word in you. Amen? And, and the very Word of God was spoken through you. Amen? When, when, when Peter and John went to the, the, to the gate called Beautiful, that, was that where they went, the gate called Beautiful? Yeah. And, and that guy was, that they spoke the faith in the Word of God to that man. And, and, and he heard it, it came to his ear. And when it came to his ear, he got the faith to stand up. They didn't pick him up and say walk. They grabbed his hand and as they did, he came up. What'd they do? They acted on their faith. He acted on his faith. And the, and the, action, the faith in action was completed. Amen. Amen? And as we act on our faith, those are the things God's doing in our life. He wants to do so many more things in our life and through our life because of the Word. He, wa- he wants His Word to be first place in our life in every situation. Not just in the ones you want Him involved in. In every situation. Right? Does anybody have places they don't want God involved in sometimes? That's the way we want to be is nope. You know, every now and then you think, well, I can take care of that. I don't want to take care of any. I want to live by faith. You know, that'd be like saying, sometimes I want oxygen, sometimes I don't. Right? That's what faith needs to become to us. We cannot live without it. We can live with it. It is the very air we breathe. It, it is our, it's the Word of God to us. It is, what, it is what, it, what decides what we do when we get out of bed. It's what decides what we do in every situation that we're going to face during that day. It is, the, it is our response to every action. I was dealing with something with some people the other day, and they, they were telling me this great big long story. It was a big hairy mess. And... Uh, they were telling me this big, long story, and they were frustrated. And, and I said, you know, I said, the problem is not the problem you see. It's the response to the problem you just gave. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Every problem gets its level by our response. Yeah. Amen? And if we respond in faith, right. its level goes way down here. Why? Why? Because everything's defeated. It's under our feet. There's no such thing as a big problem. Right? Well, what's a big problem to God? Huh? Oh, God, all these people are mad. They're throwing fits. They're going to... Uh, uh, I can't take it anymore, God. I don't know what to do. I don't know. And God's looking down there and thinking, you know, two words and that changes. And, and that... And, but see, where, where are those two words going to come from? They have to be something you heard, you put in your heart, and you speak. Amen? He's not going to come down and speak them for you. He's putting faith in you to act on every day. And and as we act on it, then we have and be the things that it says we are. Amen? Glory to God. Let's look at... I had one verse here we're going to look at. Oh, look at James 1. We'll we'll stop with that. James 1, 21. No, 20. Yeah, 21. James 1, 21 says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity, what in the world is superfluity? Is that, is that like really wet? Huh? You know, everything else you can kind of get a good idea of just by reading. Filthiness, you know, you're dirty, you're naughty, you know, you can kind of get that. And, but superfluity, you know, that King James. 
That's why you got more than one translation of the Bible. Amen. Superfluity of naughtiness and receive, receive, and here's the key to getting faith, is receive with meekness the engrafted word. What, what word? The engrafted word. Word that will come into you and become part of the fiber of your being. Amen. Amen. Not just a word, a word that comes and becomes you. Amen. In other words, you're no longer Dave the sinner. You're Dave the worthy. You're Dave full of grace. You're Dave that's recreated in the image of God. You're Dave that's a new creature in Christ. Amen. This word will engraft in you and make you something you never were. Glory to God. And by faith in that word, it's got to become part of your fiber. It cannot, it's not just going to come with meekness. You've got to receive it. Right? It's got to come to your ear and you receive it. That's faith. Perfect example of faith. Amen? And it says it's able to save your soul. In other words, it, saving your soul is not a one-time thing. Do you know that? You, you'll go to heaven, yes. But, but your soul is going to need changing. Well, your, your soul is your ideas, your, your goofy ways. You, right? And, and, and it's going to need changing all through. And, and this Word is able to change you. Glory after glory, faith to faith, it's able to change you and recreate you, create you to be who you were recreated to be. You know, regeneration, amen? And and as we get that, we'll get a hold of it and we'll become what God says we are, not what we were, amen? Verse 22, but be, this is the key to doing these things, be doers, be doers of the Word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. In other words, if you just sit here and then you say, well, I heard the Word, I've heard the Word, I've heard the Word. God's going to say, did you ever do anything with it? Because what happens is you heard thousands of great messages and you're deceived because you're sitting in service. You're deceived. you still got to do something. Amen. Hearing is not enough. It takes faith and action. So when we hear the Word, we, we deceive ourselves if we don't do anything with the Word we heard. And it says for in 23, it says, for if you be a hearer of the Word and not a doer only, then you are like a man that goes to the mirror and looks at his face, walks away, and doesn't remember what he looks like. And you know, we can all do that. You ever look in those magazines and you see these clothes and these suits and they look so good on these guys and you think, I need a suit just like that. Guess what? It ain't going to look like that on you. <laughs> You deceived yourself. You were self-deceived, right? You looked at it and you thought, I want that. You deceived yourself. It's not going to look like that on you. You know, this guy's he, he's six foot two and he weighs 200 pounds and he's been lifting and I buy that suit and I look like this and it ain't going to look like that on me. Amen? You know why? Because I'm not going to be six foot two. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> but we don't want to be a forgetful hearer. We want to be a rememberful hearer. So when we hear that Word of God, it comes in and we're never self-deceived. We know right where we are at any given time and we know that we have the ability within us to change every and any situation that comes our way through that Word that we've heard because it brought faith into our life and now we know for a, for a truth... Right? Not just a fact, it's a truth founded on the very foundations of the world by Jesus Christ that we can have everything that's in that Word if we'll act on it in faith. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Father. Whoo!
Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. You know, the reason I actually even looked at this message is because I knew what we would hear last week. I started looking at this message before Monday, actually, knowing Brother Moore's plans. I kind of keep track of what might be happening. And I started looking at it Monday, and I thought, on Tuesday night, I thought, we're going to hear some good word this week because I'd already heard some really good word on Monday. I thought, we don't want to forget one thing. We do not want to forget one thing that this, that's been brought into our to our hearing, and and we want to put it in our heart, and we want to begin to let it work effectively in us, right? This word of honor, this this word that he brought uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and Friday. We want to remember these things. We want to remember the things that I talked about today, the things that God showed us, because what He showed us was how to keep this word, how to bring this word forth, and and, and affect our own lives and the lives of people around us. And these are important things. Amen. How, how many think the word of God's important? Amen. And and I don't want one dead word in me. I don't want one one dead faith. I don't want I don't want to I don't want to act on I don't want to uh, not act according to His word. I want to live by the faith that he, that he said we can. Amen? Uh, we're recreated in Christ Jesus. We are, we are a new creature in Christ, created to live by faith. And, and if we'll live by that faith, we will enjoy the richest of life, no matter what the situation looks like around us. We'll enjoy the riches of this life. Amen? You got a song, Susan?